David Pasternak is miffed at the NHL because his home and native land of Czechia is being excluded from next year's Four Nations Cup. And you know what? I don't blame him one bit. We'll also discuss tonight's game against the Flames, do our weekly cup check here on a brand new episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be. Today is Tuesday, February 6th, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins part of your daily routine free and available on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions do apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Our Boston Bruins are back in action tonight, hosting the Calgary Flames. It's a game we will preview later on in the show. We'll also do our weekly cup check, where we look at the top five teams around the NHL and assess where the Bruins rank among them. But first, we're going to discuss David Pasternak's reaction to the Four Nations Cup next year, which will be hosted in Boston and Montreal. Quick reminder, though, that you can find the podcast on social media at Locked NHL Bruins, and you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey thoughts at Ian C. McLaren. So the good news is international best on best competition is returning for hockey. 2026, 2030, the NHL will be allowing the players to go and play in the Winter Olympics. As part of that announcement, it was revealed that next year, 2025, there would be a four nations face-off that will be played between Canada, the U.S., Finland, and Sweden. And those games will be played in Boston and Montreal, according to Frank Cervelli of Daily Face-Off. So we're going to get Connor McDavid versus Austin Matthews, we're going to get Linus Allmark versus Jeremy Swayman. It's going to be a fun event, and it's going to re- replace the All-Star game for this year. But when you think of Boston, when you think hockey, you think immediately of David Pasternak. And while he will be, of course, center stage in Italy for the 2026 Winter Olympics, he won't be part of this tournament. That will be partly played in Boston, which makes absolutely no sense. Again, it's restricted to Canada, Finland, Sweden, and the U.S. And it's a tough look for hockey, for the NHL, that one of their marquee players. Again, I talked about this last week. NHL just fails over and over to make David Pasternak a feature player on the league uh, scene. He should be one of the faces of the NHL. He's one of the best players. He has one of the best personalities. 
and he's in the prime of his career. And to exclude him from an international tournament that will be played in his city is just is ridiculous. And he admitted as much yesterday, saying it's a huge disappointment. Quote, I don't know how much I can say. Definitely not happy about it. I understand that it's a quick turnaround. It's next year. And they probably didn't have much time to make it a bigger tournament. But he continued, check isn't there. It's always a lot of players left out. So I'm not going to watch the tournament, to be honest. Just happy that the Olympics got accepted. But yeah, it definitely stings a little bit. End quote. Now, part of the reasoning for this is because the participating countries, because it's an NHL-sponsored event or NHL's putting on the event, each of the four countries will be made up of players with NHL contracts for 24-25 season. And they have to be on an NHL roster as of December 2nd, 2024. Now, if you look at Uh, teams or countries outside these top four nations other than Russia who not invited because of the ongoing conflict in Ukraine and we'll see how that affects Olympic participation but Czechia, Slovakia, Germany, Switzerland these are other you know top hockey countries they don't have rosters that are made up of exclusively NHL players. So that's part of the reason, or actually probably the main reason why it's limited to these four countries so that they can make sure that they're made up of all NHL players under contract. So it's very unfortunate. You look at Montreal, they have a budding star in Juraf Sokoski from Slovakia. He won't be playing. Really unfortunate. Um, and you know, Pasternak going as far as to say he's not going to be watching. He won't be, he won't be there. He won't be in the building. Won't be watching on TV. Effectively boycotting the tournament, which is you know pretty strong number, pretty strong words from one of the NHL's superstar players. But you know they're just going to come back and say, well, we're limiting it to these countries because it's uh, NHL contracts. That's not the case when it comes to the Olympics, where the individual countries can build out their rosters with whoever they want. Now, having said that, Pasternak is very excited to get the opportunity to play at the Olympics in 2026. He said he's so pumped. Uh, He has been open about missing the past two Olympics and how frustrating that was, 2018, 2022. He's already missed a couple He'll be 30 by the time 2026 comes around. He said, I hope I make the team. I mean, there's no way he's not going to, barring the unthinkable. Uh, He said he's super excited, pumped that the deal got done. It is a couple of years away, but once the news came out, he was definitely happy. And, um, you know, I always, of course, root for Canada in international play, but always love to root for Bruins on the international stage as well, and uh, excited to see Czechia in 2026 featuring David Pasternak, one of the best players in the NHL. He should be marketed as such, and uh, it's a shame that he won't be playing 
with his home country in the NHL city in which he plays. It's just, um, yeah, really unfortunate. And I completely understand his disappointment there. Now, hopefully, Pasta will get a chance to play deep into the playoffs this year. And coming up on the podcast, we're going to do our weekly cup check where we look at the top five teams around the NHL and assess where the Bruins rank among them. It's Super Bowl week, folks, and if you want to get in on the action, there is no better place than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seats on the couch, grabbing your favorite snacks, and placing some super bets. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or one, two, or three. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. And new customers can get in on the action with a fantastic deal right now with FanDuel. Join today and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. It's not just for football either, NBA, NHL. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. You can make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Thank you so much once again for making Locked On Boston Bruins part of your daily routine, free and available on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. And while you're at YouTube, be sure to check out the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel, Locked On Sports Today, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, every Tuesday here on Locked On Bruins, we do our weekly cup check where we look at the top five teams, check where the Bruins rank among them. Now, NHL action resumed last night with a couple games. Uh, More teams back in action tonight. There are still several that are on their bye week. So it's a bit of a weird time around the all-star break, but the Bruins back in action tonight against Calgary. And then there's a huge game on Thursday where the Bruins will host the Vancouver Canucks, Boston, Vancouver tied in points at the moment with 71. Both teams have played 49 games. Vancouver's 33, 11 and five Boston's 31, nine and nine. 71 points, 724 point percentage. Uh, Vancouver does have the edge in regulation wins, 30 versus 25 for the Bruins. They have the edge in goal differential as well, plus 59 versus plus 45 for the Bruins. They're 8 0 2 over their last 10. Vancouver is, well, Boston 7 1 2. And of course, Vancouver just added Elias Lindholm via trade from Calgary, which will only strengthen their chances uh, moving forward this season. So Boston's right up there with with the best in the NHL. But Vancouver's got the edge because more regulation wins, better goal differential, and they've already started to load up where the Bruins might not have that ability this year to load up at the trade deadline because, of course, they went all in and then some 
last year. Now, the other three teams, or the other top teams in the NHL in terms of point percentage, you have the Winnipeg Jets, who are 30-12-5, and plus 39 goal differential. They just added Sean Monaghan via trade as well. And then you have Colorado, followed by Florida, and they are tied with Dallas for the fifth best point percentage in the NHL at the moment. So those are your teams that are in cup contention at the moment. Now, we can't, of course, ignore the Edmonton Oilers, who have won 16 games in a row. Yes, they're still 12 points back of Vancouver and Boston, but clearly they are a force to be reckoned with here, winning 16 games in a row to get right back in the playoff uh, race, if not becoming one of the favorites in the Western Conference. Right now they're sixth in terms of point totals, they're fifth in point percentage, but um, nobody, absolutely nobody, wants to play them in the playoffs at the moment. It's just, they're just such a force right now. And if the playoffs did start today, Edmonton would be, I believe, a wild, no, they're third in the, in the Pacific. So they'd be playing Vegas. Vegas super banged up. And I would take Edmonton all day in that series at the moment. And in fact, they have a better point percentage despite being five points back. They have five games in hand. Now, if we're looking at the underlying numbers, five on five, Carolina, the number one team in terms of shot attempt differential. Uh, they're number one in terms of shot differential. In terms of expected goals, they're second. And they are definitely a team to keep an eye on here in the second half. If they can get some consistent goaltending from, who knows, Peter Kachekov, Frederick Anderson can come back, then they're a team to be reckoned with for sure in the East. And, of course, you don't want to sleep on the Florida Panthers, who are probably deeper and better than they were last season. What's helping the Bruins, as well as Vancouver, and Winnipeg is their PDO. Right now, Vancouver has an almost 12% shooting percentage. They have a 92.7 save percentage at 5-on-5. Five five. Perhaps that will fall back a bit. Boston, almost 10% shooting, 93.5 um, save percentage, which is second to the Jets. They're at 103.5 for PDO. And again, the idea is that teams will level off around an even 100, a 10% shooting percentage, maybe 90. I think league average goaltending this year is around 904. And right now, middle of the pack in terms of PDO, 15, 16, Florida, St. Louis, they are at 998. So you can see how it kind of levels off there. Florida, again, a team to be reckoned with. They're getting very good goaltending from Bobrovsky. Their shooting percentage, though, five-on-five five is pretty low. In fact, it's 
30th ranked above only Chicago and San Jose. So if they can start scoring more at five on five, uh, then, then watch out. I think one way, and I was reading, uh, Fluto Shinzawa on the athletic this morning, he was writing about priorities for the Bruins heading into the trade deadline. And they're not going to be able to add a ton because of their limited, um, you know, their limited assets in terms of draft picks and such, but they still can perhaps do some minor deals. I would love to see them add a top scoring winger. Right now they have depth down the middle. They have Coyle, Zaka, Geeky, Frederick, Bulkfist, Patra, Johnny Beecher, who started the season, has also played center. Perhaps he'll come up, but they're not as deep on the wings. After Pasternak, Marshawn, you have DeBrusque who's playing better, Van Riemsdyk who's having a bounce back year, but they could probably use another, you know, bonafide top six. And one guy that I would love to see them go after is Anthony Duclair in San Jose. He'll be less expensive. Uh, and he could bring top six value to this team because while they are formidable defensively, goaltending, you can never have enough scoring. And uh, he's a guy that I think they should be looking to add. Just my two cents there. All right, so that's the cup check. The Bruins among the top teams in the NHL. Hottest team, of course, is Edmonton. Best team. Vancouver, Winnipeg's up there as well. And Thursday against Vancouver will be a huge test for the Bruins to see how they stack up against uh, one of, if not the best team in the NHL so far this season. Coming up first, though, is the game against the Calgary Flames, and we'll preview that one here as the podcast continues. We are big fans of Sleeper here on the NHL Locked On Network, and for good reason. Right now, you can get 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests. Sleepers are number one choice for daily fantasy sports. And all you have to do is pick whether studs like David Pasternak, Sidney Crosby, Nathan McKinnon will record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more in a given game. To win 100 times your bet, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. So win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with Sleeper. Start paying attention. Check out Locked On Fantasy NHL Podcast so you can nail your picks and start winning big. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply, but that's code LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability. The Boston Bruins are back in action tonight, taking on the Calgary Flames at TD Garden, the first of a seven-game homestand. There are a couple injury concerns to keep an eye on. Uh, Derek Forbort was not able to practice yesterday. And it looks like he's got a lingering injury issue that he's dealing with. We had uh, Parker 
Witherspoon skating in his stead. Matt Patra also dealing with some lingering issues as well. So he may not be back in the lineup. Um, it was said that four-bore injury is a new one. This is via Ty Anderson, not one that had been bothering him since training camp. So perhaps he's LTIR bound if this keeps up. Patra, uh, they're not sure if he'll be able to play tonight. So we'll have a couple lineup updates prior to tonight's game and uh, morning skate coming up here in a few moments as well. Now, when it comes to the Flames, they're having a bit of a disappointing season. 22-22-5, outside the playoff picture. It's the first of two meetings between these two teams. They will play again on February 22nd in Calgary. And of course, one of their top players in Elias Lindholm, no longer with the team. They're led in scoring by Blake Coleman, who's got 20-20, 40 points through 49 games. Nazem Kadri, 39 points. Uh, Igor Sharangovich is their hottest player over the last few games with four goals over his last five games. Andrew Mangiapane, 27 points. And then Jonathan Huberto, the $10.5 million man, only with 26 points in 48 games. They are strong on D, though. Mackenzie Weger, Rasmus Anderson, Noah Hannafin, Chris Tanev. Oliver Shillington, that's a pretty formidable top six. And they also have a bounce-back goalie in Jacob Markstrom. So this is a team that the Bruins should be able to outscore if you're just looking at them offensively. But it's a team that is pretty solid defensively and has the backstop to back it up in Markstrom. Flames rank 17th in goals four per game. They rank only 17th in goals allowed per game, 3.08. The Bruins are 5th in scoring at 3.49. 4th in defense, allowing only 2.59 goals per game. So on paper, this is a game the Bruins should take. Calgary's power play is not great either, ranked 29th. Bruins are 5th. However, the penalty kill for the Flames is quite strong. They rank third in the NHL. Better success rate than the Bruins at 82.8 for Boston versus 84.4 for the uh, for the Flames. They're coming in losing four of their past five, although they won their last game against Chicago prior to the break. A shutout win for Jacob Markstrom, who has a 9-12 save percentage. So the Bruins, you know, they might have a bit of rust, as will Calgary, coming into this one. Uh, Hopefully they can shake it off quick. This is a team that they should be able to beat. Uh, They're weaker down the middle without Lindholm in the mix. There could be some more trades coming up for this team in the coming days. Uh, But they're still pretty strong defensively. They have a very good goaltender at Markstrom. Uh, So they're going to want to take advantage of their chances because there might not be a ton, really especially on the power play where Vancouver or sorry, Calgary's a penalty kill is very, very good. All right. That's it for today's episode. My friends, thank you so much for taking some time to join me very much. Appreciate the support. Uh, we will be back with a fresh episode tomorrow, recapping tonight's game, also answering some mailbag questions. So please do send some in via Instagram, 
Twitter, X, on the YouTube channel, and I'll be sure to answer those on tomorrow's podcast. Take care of yourselves, friends. Take care of each other. We'll talk to you again here tomorrow on Locked On Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day.